everybody, and welcome back to Everything Else. I'm your host, as always, Nick Stewart. Really excited to be coming at you guys audio only today. And why, you may ask. Well, let me tell you, I know you're super interested. Uh, video is a lot more work and energy to produce, and I think that's why I haven't been able to find time to do it. And I have a suspicion that I really do have enough time to work on this podcast, but I don't have the energy to like approach the two or three hours of work it takes to produce just one of those video podcasts. So for the time being, I'm going to go audio only like the good old days. Uh, my eventual goal is to make a video podcast, and I now know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I can do that. So whenever I'm ready to uh to get back into that i can do that whenever i've got some more time and energy um i wanted to give a heads up to the patreon supporters that i'm going to allow payments uh to resume in february i um i canceled the january payments because i just wasn't getting any content out and i wanted to save people some money so my uh, plan at the moment is to do a couple short episodes during the week um, instead of just one to make up for all the time I've missed. So hopefully you feel the extra episodes are worth your Patreon support, and I appreciate you uh, continuing to, to um, give money. So what I wanted to get into today, and this should be a pretty short episode, but um, I just wanted to talk about... Uh, what I think is kind of a collective PTSD. Uh, you know, I've been reading a little bit about PTSD, and I'm convinced that we as a nation are suffering with like a collective PTSD. You know, we as a nation, which, you know, if you know me, you know I'm not even really like a, a fan of saying collective words like that, but we have to start healing from all the crap that's happened over the last two years. You know, the, the constant lies and shifting of goalposts has essentially simulated like an abusive relationship. And I think we all need to get out of it. You know, it's time to break up with unjust rulers who have been putting us through all of this. So obviously we've got the COVID thing and it's like, I, I'm so sick of talking about it and I'm sure people are sick of hearing about it, but it's like if I was hosting a podcast in Germany in 1942, there's probably some issues that I would be talking about every single episode <laughs> and, and nobody would be wondering like why I'm talking about that, you know? So uh, the COVID thing, it's been going on for almost two years now. I really hate to say I told you so, but here we are. It's 2022 and it's still a thing. And I think no matter what side you fall on when it comes to this issue, it, it hasn't been an easy time for you. Because uh, to me, you know, we're suffering under unjust and unqualified rulers, and that's horrific. But for someone else, we're living in, you know, Stephen King's novel, The Stand, and that's a different kind of horrific, um, but equally horrific for both of us, you know. Um, and it makes me think, you know, God forbid we ever had a virus that had like even a 1% death rate because now we see how, you know, some people would have handled that. <laughs> Spanish flu killed 50 million people. You know, now that's a plague. 
Uh, and it just it worries me that, uh, you know, if something like that actually happened, we, we now know beyond a shadow of a doubt that we wouldn't handle it well. There are people who are still in a March 2020 mindset who either believe we're in the apocalypse or we're on the brink of it and it could get there at any moment. Uh, just like that, um, that uh, mentally disabled Supreme Court justice who said there are 100,000 kids on ventilators because of COVID. What's her name? I can't. Uh, Santa Mayor. Ah, I always mess up her name. Apologies to that uh, pig. Well, the numbers are nowhere near 100,000 kids. On, I mean, there's like, I don't know, 3,000 uh, kids in hospitals and none of them on ventilators or something like that. But um, there are many mentally disabled people who, who believe things like that when, when they're told that. Um, so for someone on my side of the issue, and you know what, like this isn't a red or blue Republican or Democrat side thing. So let's just say like there are people who see this as tyranny and there are people who see this as the worst virus that has ever hit humanity. And that's the simplest extreme I can come up with. So you've got Republicans who try to sell you on this being the worst virus. That's not exclusive. Uh, and, you know, people on the left like Morrissey who see this as tyranny. Uh, so that mixes it up enough, you know, for us to have a good talk about it. We don't need to talk about, you know, po political factions and parties. This is just how you're viewing the situation. So for those who see this as tyranny... Our, our problem is that they impose unjust laws on us. And, um, you know, some of my coworkers have been asking me, like, do you really have that much of a problem taking a vaccine? Like, haven't you taken vaccines before? And all I can say is, of course, like, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I took all the important ones as a kid. Uh, but if you look at our present situation and see no difference between this and like getting the polio vaccine once as a baby, uh, then you've lost it, like pure and simple. And I feel comfortable saying that because I'm, I'm pretty sure anyone would see and admit that this is different. This is not about vaccines. This is not about viruses. This is about unjust laws and people who don't have the right to enforce certain things, enforcing them. And, you know, I didn't really want to get into it, but a couple things on that, you know, first of all, vaccines work, okay? Uh, you take them and you don't get the virus that you're immunizing against. Uh, this one, you take it and get hospitalized with COVID like the very next week. So I'm being facetious, obviously, but you know what I'm saying. Like second, it's not a vaccine. It's a gene therapy. And I'm not Joe Rogan, nor am I the numerous uh, scientists that he's had on to explain this. So I can't say anything more than that. But from what I've heard from the scientists, that's what I understand. It is not really a vaccine in the classic sense of the word. It is an experimental gene therapy. And third, and most importantly, you are not forced to get any other vaccines just to go to an effing restaurant or a show. <laughs> like, that's the difference, you know? How are people not realizing that? So, of course, it gets me a little worked up, so I didn't want to talk about it. But so why are they doing this to us? You know, well, it could be any of a number of things, or it could be a combination of all of them. Uh, the way I see it, it's either to appease what they think people want, 
I think that's unlikely, but there there are still people screaming for lockdowns and vaccine passports because they're scared. But in my opinion, it's kind of a chicken and the egg situation because they're probably only screaming for it because politicians and the corporate press are telling them that's what they need. Uh, I think it also could be uh, for the illusion of control. And I've talked about it on, on various episodes at this point. Uh, but the state has completely lost control, and they are trying desperately to convince you that they still have it. And forcing people into submission with something like a vaccine mandate is a pretty good way of looking like you have control. And the reality is that uh, the only control the state ever has is what we're willing to give into. And then there's the still bleaker possibility that this is all part of a more long-term goal that we don't understand yet. And I think it's a combination of all these things. You know, it's, it's hard to say that a lot of this hasn't been improvised. I think that's obvious by the way that some politicians, you know, in November, they said that they would never take Trump's vaccine. And now those same politicians are forcing people to get it or they'll lose their jobs. That seems pretty improvised to me, you know, checking which way the wind is blowing. So we can lament the unjust laws that are put upon us for no reason, and I've fallen victim to that a lot, or we can choose not to let that get us down. Uh, There is still so much to be optimistic about. I'm always quick to say that. I've talked about it a lot on the show. Uh, The state's narrative is collapsing, and that means two things. One, They're about to lose power to some significant degree, uh, which is a good thing. And two, they're swiping at us like a dying tiger. And that's, that's how a dying state can be really dangerous because it knows it's in trouble and it's feeling trapped. So it starts to thrash about wildly and, and it hurts people. Uh, But it's ultimately, you know, going to be a good thing. So once it dies, it's that stupid tiger finally dies uh we need to proceed as if we're free that's kind of the whole point of what i'm saying um today you know if you don't want a vaccine don't get it if you don't want to wear a mask don't wear one uh but when we had a mask mandate here i would not wear it certain places and sometimes nobody would tell me to put it on and all of a sudden i was having a really good day because i felt free all of a sudden you know um Dave Smith has been saying something lately that I I really appreciate, as always. Um, He's just, you know, the best around. Uh, You know, it makes him sound almost like a presuppositional apologist. Uh, And he's not a Christian, but I love that he's approaching certain issues this way. Uh, He basically paraphrases the Declaration of Independence. And he basically says, it is self-evident that God wants us to be free. Now, I, I know he believes in God, but like I said, he isn't a Christian. Um, but he's been repeating his paraphrase of the Declaration of Independence like, you know, we're going to be free. End of story. You know, you don't have the right to enslave people or force them to do things they don't want to do. This is not about science. This is not about vaccines. This is not about a virus. This is about whether or not we're going to live free. And we are because God wants us to be free. Now, um, in actuality, we're not all that free, but let me tell you, it does a lot for your attitude to approach life that way, to approach it as if you are free. Um, You know, just think it is irrelevant whether the government mandates vaccines because I'm not going to take it. 
unless unless you want to take it in which case you know go for it uh, i wouldn't argue with that i know lots of people who have taken it probably more who have taken it than not um you know before the supreme court uh made their ruling on biden's vaccine mandates uh, the company that I work for was preparing to implement the new OSHA rules. So I was told, you know, if you're not vaccinated, you're going to have to wear a mask. And uh, there was great freedom for me mentally uh, to just say, irrelevant, I'm not going to do it, you know. Uh, now, if I had been told, we're going to fire you if you don't do this, then that would have been a different story. But it's a cross that bridge when you come to it kind of thing. And there's usually a way around it. You know, you just have to find it. Um, so I'm just hoping that you guys can have some peace of mind uh, in just kind of saying to yourself that these things are irrelevant because you are going to be free because God wants you to be free, you know. Um, and if at all possible, you know, you guys know that I'm I'm a fan of uh, having a stream of income that you can control. Uh, so mandates like that are, are a complete non-issue for you. Uh, I'm trying to do that, and I've, I've been trying to do that for some time now, but uh, for the time being, like a lot of us, uh, I'm employed. So it, it matters to me right now whether mandates like that go through, uh, but in the long run, we should all strive to be in control of our income so that you know it doesn't matter what, what that big corporation down the street's doing because we don't work there. Um, you know, Then we don't have to worry about it. And with the internet... There are more resources available to us uh, to make our own career uh, doing whatever we want to do, you know, than at any other point in history. You know, it's easier now than it's ever been. And that's another reason to be really optimistic. Uh, the government is borderline irrelevant. Like, like things like the Internet have made the government almost irrelevant. And, uh, you know, again, the only relevancy they have is what you're willing to give into. So... I uh, I just wanted to hop on really quick today and encourage you guys with the fact that it is self-evident that God wants us to be free. End of story. Live your life. Don't give in. And end the abusive relationship with the state in whatever way you can. You know, maybe that means you move to a freer state. Maybe that means you take control of your income. You know, whatever you're able to do, do. Um, but that's that's what I would encourage you with today so kind of ended up being a little longer than I planned on but uh, really quick I wanted to note the fact that we just celebrated the two-year anniversary of the podcast it was yesterday the 21st so thank you all for listening and for your continued support that's really part of what lit a fire under me to get back on the microphone and get something out to you guys um, because, you know, how could I let the two-year anniversary pass without any note of it? Uh, I'm hoping to get a few more short episodes like this out over the next few weeks uh, to make up for the long, long hiatus we've had. So just again, thank you to anyone who's still listening and enjoying. I appreciate you all, and especially thank you to our Patreon supporters. So until next time, I've been your host, Nick Stewart, and I will talk to you guys next time. Thank you.